0: This is Localization Today, a podcast from Multilingual Media. Every week we look back on the news from multilingual.com with a language industry specialist. What stood out? What are notable trends? How can we predict what is going to happen next? I am your host, Marjolein groot Nibblink, publisher of Multilingual Magazine. On April 25th, I met Rickett Engels at Gala San Diego. We talked about his new marketplace, Hello Translate, and how he hopes it will disrupt the open-source translation industry. Since then, LSPs and translators have spoken out to diminish its potential. Here is the original interview our editor-in-chief Cameron Rasmussen had with Rickett Engels on April 26th, shortly after launching Hello Translate.
1: Uh, I am here with uh, Rickert Engels, and uh, we're just going to uh, have a little conversation here because um, it sounds like you have uh, some fairly exciting news to announce, Um, and uh, I guess uh, just to start things out, maybe you can talk a little bit about um, what uh, the big news is here.
2: So there are uh, two new things. The uh, the first thing is that uh, we launched a new brand, um, Hello Translate, um, mm-hmm. with a very innovative pricing model.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and uh, the second thing is as part of the Hello Translate launch, we also um, uh, launched a new technique to solve the connectivity issue for once and for all.
1: Oh, well, that's really exciting. And so... Um... Could you tell me a little bit about uh, what it what it was about uh, the the um, language industry market right now that uh, uh, made you decide it was
2: time to launch this particular product? It was our own experience, and uh, so the the uh, the the part is um, um, so the Hello Translate and 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 Lockup and and kind of our translation uh, solution is a spin-off of Xilio and i am also the founder uh, and ceo still of casilio and casilio.com uh, is a small to medium sized company we are about 50 people and we get about 100 leads per uh, month and those leads are coming from the uk the us canada australia and 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 holland so and guess what we only have our website casilio.com in in dutch and english so i thought how do i get more leads from from germany and from france Mm -hmm. and uh so i actually want to so i want to i I wanted to try if i would have xilio.com in 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 just translated the google machine translation in in german if i would generate more leads and Mm -hmm. uh and uh, so it didn't need to be perfect german i just wanted to see like okay if i'm found in google in germany i will get more inbound traffic and then i can handle the traffic then and uh so I, I went on a search to kind of solve that, and uh, and it, I really got nowhere. If you go to the HubSpot marketplace because we run a website on HubSpot, there were like the, the the typical suppliers, but I needed to pay like thirty thousand euro or forty thousand euro to get a TMS. I mean I don't want a TMS. I want I want some MT in my in my website. And um, I called a few localization companies like Hey, can you help me? I want to try my website on HubSpot into Google MT into Google MT. And I got full lectures about the importance of human quality translation and how bad Google is. But it also got me nowhere. So I thought, like, there is really not a marketplace for, let's say, the small to medium-sized companies that do not have a localization department and that want to go global or that want to explore the localization world, and that want to tap their toes into the localization and and try things out. And uh, so I thought, like, okay, if I can't find a solution even understanding this this area then other companies certainly can't so there was a it seems there's only a solution for human translation and there's only a solution for for big TMSs with big localization departments but there is no solution for like small to medium sized companies so that was the first thing it's my own experience and um, so that was the, the the thought behind Hello Translate okay let's just let's just build something that that caters that then uh, so that's the kind of the first element. The second element also comes from our from our own experience, and that is that from we are providing connectors to the localization industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we have Adobe connector and Sitecore and Contentful, and and we have like seventeen connectors. So we have a lot. And uh, but there are eight thousand systems out there, and so we also do not have a lot. Not. <laughs> mm-hmm. and so I get a lot of requests from, from localization vendors like, hey, do you have a connector for this? Do you have a connector for that? And in the beginning, I I, I, I took those requests seriously and I did an investigation and I came back with a quote. And then the quote was 40,000 euro or 60,000 euro or 80,000 euro or 30,000 euro. It doesn't matter what the answer was. The response was always the same. Oh, that's too expensive. Mm-hmm. And um and so then I thought like, okay, and, and so they asked me, why is it so expensive? And I said, because the problem with connectors is that I first have to spend 20 days analyzing the API code of the system I need to integrate with, problem one. Problem two is I don't understand the use case at the client. Mm-hmm. So I just need to fulfill the translation requirements. And so I, I need to build a lot of code. And uh, so combine those two and you easily have a development project of 40 to 60 days, uh, which can't be for free. And um, so, so then I thought, okay, how to solve that? Who knows, who knows this? It's the developer at the client that, that understands this. Uh, the developer at the client knows his own CMS and the developer at the client knows the use case. But then of course, the problem is that the developer at the client doesn't know our API. And mm-hmm. the developer at the client certainly doesn't know the API of an of any other TMS system. and uh, so there's always one party that doesn't know kind of how to talk to each other. and uh, so but we already have middleware that is very structured and that's very kind of well well documented. and uh, so so what we did is and we already had a kind of a a mechanism to create secure custom connectors. So, mm-hmm. so what we added to that is boilerplate code that the uh, developer at the client side does not need to know our API anymore. They can simply almost like copy paste their own kind of APIs into our boilerplate code and, 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 and that's it. And if they integrate within our boilerplate code, they're part of the framework. And if they're part of the framework, they can send it to any localization tech or any LSP that's on the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So we have about 12 localization tech providers on the marketplace so I think we pretty much cover all possible workflows and we have about 93 translation vendors on the marketplace so there's also enough to choose from and with and with the TDK it really or with the translation development kit it really gives um the uh, the developers at the clients the ability to Integrates translation in the website the way they want. Yep. It's a bit of controversial thinking because you ask the client to do something, and 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 well, the normal attitude is like, "I will build a connector to you." But if he understands that I'm spending two days, and the alternative is that I left or right spent sixty 000 to eighty thousand euro to get it done, and then I think the business case is pretty easy.
1: Yeah, that's that. That's. Fantastic! And uh, um, so, how long have you been working on this? How long has this been uh, envisioned?
2: The, the vision is 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 basically since since uh, since since almost like two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. So the the vision has always been um, since our entry in the localization industry that it is an incredibly fragmented and um, disorganized industry. Mm-hmm. Um, with processes that from an outsider point of view make zero sense mm-hmm. yeah. so it is a um, translation is treated as a support fu- function um, as a commodity um, based on relationships based on vendor lock-in um, and it's not based on business value uh, and it's not, it's not made for business people Mm-hmm. And uh so from the day that I was um introduced to the localization industry, I thought like okay, with our connector knowledge, with our background in marketing, with our background in in, in digital marketing technology, um I feel that uh I have a good shot at disrupting this industry.
1: That's very interesting and uh it seems like do, do you feel like uh this is an industry
2: that's primed for disruption right now the, the industry has been primed for disruption for the last four years and yeah so it's not it's not a matter of if it's a matter of who does it and when mm-hmm. so yeah. so that so is, it's got to uh,
1: be it's got to be an exciting place to be where you feel like you you may be in a position to to be that change agent so to speak exactly exactly mm-hmm. That's what we're trying. Absolutely. And so uh, um, can you point to any you know, um, uh, point? You say that this uh, vision reaches back to about 2018. Was there any particular point of inspiration where you had that aha moment?
2: Um, the, uh, the No, no, no. There has been multiple moments. There's mm-hmm. not a single moment. No, no. There's not a single moment. It is it is when I when I was um, exposed to the industry in 2018 i I was motivated because I thought like I don't know how yet, but this industry will be disrupted, and I have all the characteristics to be that one mm-hmm. and but I didn't know how <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just thought like okay, every industry is will be disrupted um, look the fundamental thinking behind it is um if if an industry is organized around principles of vendor lock-in and support, then um, and we're living in an area where cloud is the predominant way to communicate with each other, mm-hmm. then the, what what cloud made possible is ecosystems, mm-hmm. and uh, ecosystems and marketplaces and interoperability and 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 seamless experiences and agile and and all these things are basically um not possible if you have a monolithic um uh, system where you want to control everything and 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 you're not and and you're in a fragmented industry
1: mm-hmm.
2: so um basically the principal way of of handling the 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 content to be translated in the industry is is based on principles which is opposite of what is happening in the in the in the, in the marketplace
1: mm-hmm.
2: so, hence I thought like okay that that is that is to be disrupted and and I'm coming from the business side of, of the of the of the translations um, so I just saw an opportunity I didn't know how yet
1: mm-hmm. I see and um, so tell me a little bit about uh, what comes next after this uh, announcement is the uh, is the service the, the product going to be immediately available, or is yeah. there going to be lined
2: up? Yeah, no, the product is immediately available. Uh, mm-hmm. The product is a is a built on it, it's 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 a new brand, Hello Translate, but it builds mm-hmm. on Lockup. Um, lockup has been uh, in in production already for years, um, so it is not it's not just just recently developed. It is um, uh, the product has been there. Um, the biggest change is the pricing. Mm-hmm. So with with Lockup, we charged uh, the traditional fee for the software, um, and uh, and and with Hello Translate, we do not charge a fee for the software. We make it free for clients, and we charge one cent per word for each word that is translated to the LSP. So it is it is it is a, the the technical innovation is is the is the translation development kit. Um, the innovation of Hello Translate is basically a business model innovation. Mm hmm. It's
1: a change in pricing. Uh, That's terrific. And and so this um, essentially opens up um, uh, these kind of services for for uh, companies that, as you said previously, just couldn't afford them previous to this. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that is indeed that is exactly the the point. So right now, if you are. um, So there are two two main advantages for for localization vendors on the marketplace Mm -hmm. the first advantage is that companies like xilio that want to test the waters with translation can now try it because i can i can hook up some some machine translation pay a few hundred euros and get my website translated into into german and um uh, it could even be cheaper it could even be cheaper so and then, if I want to translate 300 pages into into Germany into German, then I can shop for the for the for the for the for the best translator if if the leads are there. So it's new; it's a new market for the translation mm-hmm. providers. Yeah, that market, at least, I I I I I could not find a solution before. And um, uh, so that's the first opportunity. The second opportunity is that um, big enterprises. Um, uh, kind of like work with the big LSPs because they are tech enabled mm-hmm. and and it requires big budgets and um, um, we don't require big budgets because if you translate a thousand words we ask 10 euro if you translate 100,000 words it's a, it's, it's a thousand euro if you translate a million words it's 10,000 euro but a typical connector is 20, 30, 40,000 euro per year Mm-hmm. So it is, uh, it is way more accessible, and all the tech is there. So any LSP can present themselves as a tech-enabled LSP. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is no, there's no need to um, build your own tech, uh, maintain connectors. You can just pick them here.
1: And, of course, that has been a huge limiting factor. And so this, this does sound like a, a very interesting solution to that problem.
2: Yeah, exactly. It makes it, it makes it affordable for, for any, basically it's, it, it, it removes the, the competitive advantage of the big LSPs that can, that can afford to, to build and maintain their own connectors.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's going to definitely make for some, um, some interesting uh, scenarios in the future as people, um, you know, start to, understand their options and, uh, especially for you highlight in the press release, um, you know, uh, uh, um, any, any kind of, uh, uh, brand that operates, um, within, you know, multiple, uh, language, um, speaking territories, uh, um, and has websites there, but, you know, um, hasn't had a great option, uh, for uh, localizing those websites, uh, so um, and are there any other nations um, that just off the top of your head you want to highlight?
2: Sorry, are there any?
1: And any other uh, um, any other types of businesses or uh, any other? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and
2: then there is the then there is the the um, uh, the third. There 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 are two more categories of of businesses that that for whom this is incredibly interesting, which. One generates a new business opportunity, the other is just a better solution. So the, uh, the first one is the, uh, the headless websites. So today, uh-huh. most websites are made with headless technology. Mm-hmm. And um, so if you take a website like philips.com, I know it is served by 21 different systems. So if you, if you say like, do you have a connector for this? It is, it's basically a completely irrelevant question. Yeah, because who knows how Philips has organized their multilingual content. And mm-hmm. so with our with our previous innovation, which was the crawler to identify multilingual mistakes in websites, we saw that any headless website has many, many, many mistakes where certain pages were not translated because of course, there's no overview of, of okay, I m- they might have a connector to Adobe, but they don't have a connector to their video localization program. Mm-hmm. And so the video localization doesn't know what happened on the AEM website. So, of course, if a user goes from one page to another, he's suddenly from on a German website, and then the videos are not translated into Germany. And so the, the experience is really bad. And, yeah. and, and, and those experiences are created because there is no proper multilingual strategy for a headless website because mm-hmm. it's all based out of old-fashioned connectors within a single CMS. But the website is not a combination of a single CMS. The website is a combination of multiple content stores. And um, so the whole notion of, of, of a single connector into, into a system is, is in itself already a 1995 thinking. And uh, because a, a website contains multiple systems. And um, uh, so the, the, the translation development kit is really ideal for that because Mm -hmm. then they can determine where to store their their content. The other thing what we really should take into consideration is what is a headless website? You know what a headless website is? A headless website means that the client is not accepting a very good CMS as HubSpot or Adobe as their core content management system, because Mm -hmm. they say, "Ah, with this system, I'm limited in my user experience, I can only create an eight and a half out of ten. But I want to create a nine and a half to my to my clients, to my visitors. So I'm gonna spend millions in development to create my own custom user experience on top of a headless CMS. Yeah. So they they really like add, add a complexity layer like crazy. So it's 20 times more work. And then, so adding then two days to include multilingual content is like peanuts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely peanuts. Because if they want to take it easy, they should have never gone to a Headless CMS in the first place. Yeah. So they wanted the proper experience. That's why they went to Headless. Okay, then adding adding in that in that extra development of two days to, in, to integrate multilingual capabilities is of course a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that is that is the uh, that is the that's the first thing. Um. Um, I wanted to say something else, and now I can't recall it that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That happens. Uh, it, we can yeah. always go back
1: to it if if you uh, if it should come back to you.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you you've got the announcement. Very exciting! It's going to be
2: available immediately. Oh yeah! So I know, I know, I know. The the other. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt. You. Oh, it's
1: all, all right. Yeah.
2: The 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 second opportunity that we're having is because it's free. Um, the the change in the business model creates lots of opportunities to find new areas to uh, to collaborate. So mm-hmm. one of the main uh, targets and users of this platform is in my opinion, the digital agencies. Mm-hmm. Because the digital agencies are now yeah, kind of like not really in, in, do not have the ability to really control the the multilingual because they don't understand the TMSs yeah? and they don't have the budget to buy the TMSs either. So they're kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, I, I need to touch it but I can't touch it. So they might have their own, It's a, it's a difficult field and uh we give this we give it to we, we 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 can we have the opportunity with our pricing model to give it to the digital agencies for free mm-hmm. which means that digital agencies can really kind of take on the multilingual uh capabilities as part of their offering and so i think that is that is a that is a good channel and a good opportunity as well absolutely yeah and um so
1: uh, as I was saying before, uh, you've got your um, announcement here. The um, uh, product is going to be available um, immediately after. And um, could you tell me a little bit about what comes next? What's uh, uh, what? What is the process of of supporting Hello Translate
2: from here on out? So there are. Um, it is. It's actually really simple. Any LSP uh, can sign up for free. Mm-hmm. Um, any localization tech can can sign up for free. Um, if there is enough demand from clients, we will help you to build an integration from Hello Translate into the localization tech. Um, if you want to offer it right away, um, you can build a Tepic client, and then uh, and then you can integrate within within the ecosystem. So that is that is the uh, that is the first thing. So we will continue to focus on that and start to market Hello Translate um then uh, and then we will start to market it to to enterprises. Yeah, so we will first make sure that the backend with the translation providers is fully fully operational. and uh, we already have ninety, so it's a lot. Yeah, but I think there can still be a few more. And uh, so we'll focus on that and then uh, and then we start advertising and marketing into the enterprise world. Excellent. All right. Well, that's great. It's
1: got to be a, a, a an incredibly exciting time. For you and your team right now, um, is there any uh, any kind of uh, you know what, what's everybody feeling right now? Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's been a real marathon getting to this point.
2: Yeah, it was a marathon and a sprint in the same time. So we uh, it, was a, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long sprint. No, it, we 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 literally deployed the last uh, documentation on the on the on the TDK on uh, Friday. So it was a it was a long sprint. And we're excited to launch it we're very happy with the feedback so far um and uh yeah so now we'll just we'll just continue
1: all right well fantastic um it's it's very exciting and i'm sure everybody is looking forward to seeing how uh you know all the the pieces move into place now that this new player has entered the arena here um i i want to be respectful of your time because you know i know you are traveling and it's got to be a quite a whirlwind uh, for you right now. but um, is there anything else that you want to say that maybe we haven't uh, covered already?
2: Um, I think we covered
1: nearly everything already. Thank you so much for having uh, this conversation with us. and uh, of course, we'll be uh, looking forward to um, you know watching what happens from here.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to localization today.